0: Welcome to Game Life Balance. I am AC and I'm joined by a very special guest today, AC. AC, how are you? Oh, I'm not doing too bad. Thank you very much for having me on. I see you finally got rid of that Rob fellow. Hey, wait, you, wait, wait uh, I can't pick a minute. No. What's going on in this room? Wait, uh, uh, hey, uh, uh, AC, run! Get out of my house! <laughs> Both of you. Hello, all you lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 13 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined once again after his extended hiatus, and by extended hiatus I mean the bleeding and the nappies and so forth have all subsided in his back, once again to be a fun guy on a show doing the talkings, Andrew AC Yoshimura. I was I was with you. I was with you about the nappies, uh, the blood everywhere. I wasn't <laughs> expecting that. Did you know that your average baby can actually hold one hundred and thirty-six liters of blood? I didn't. I, I didn't know that. You can you can use them like water balloons. <laughs> that's it's <laughs> quite a disturbing thought. That's that's not a Jackson Pollock painting in my living room. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh. And I'm back. Thanks. Yeah, with that disturbing imagery. Well, oh, welcome back to the show. That Andrew. felt good. Yes, um you lied to me. You said that there was going to be a hiatus. Uh, we were going to go on sabbatical. Mm-hmm. Instead, you got some uh second ringers in. I did. I did. I got some I got some uh what do you call them some um uh what do I call it in the theater biz? What do they call it in show biz? Uh, oh, uh, oh, stand-ins! I got a, st- I got some stand-ins. Yeah, <laughs> second bananas. Second, ban- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got some number two monkey boys. <laughs> <laughs> number two monkey boys. I don't think they use that in theatre. That's classic theatre. You parlance. and I have both done theatre sports. I've. We should know this as as someone who's spent many years working in the theatre, <laughs> as they call it, in the theatre. I know full well that the true name for someone who does another person's job is a low-down dirty rat. (laughs) Uh, And I got two of those to fill in for you while you were out. I think they did did a decent... I thought they did a decent enough job. I thought they were all right. Oh, I've uh, I've rated them. Oh, you have? I have ranked them, actually, yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I've Um, ranked every participant, uh, given them a classroom score, as you would, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F. Right. All right. uh, I gave Cody... A an A minus A minus. That's all right. He, he did very well. Um, the only thing that really disappointed me about Cody and that episode of Game Life Balance Australia is that he didn't host. I was really <laughs> expecting him to just to just get in there, put you in your place, and say, "No, I work in Big Boy Radio. I'm going to host <laughs> this." No, he let he let old muggins. <laughs> Run the show over here <laughs> Because he hosts the American version Yeah I was, it, was, it was, That was an interesting listen I did enjoy that one um, you, And I actually admitted this to you before I have not heard the unedited version You watched the YouTube version I watched the YouTube unedited I'm not going to call it a mess But I am going to call it two hours <laughs> long yeah And I watched that with my mother-in-law in the room, actually Who does not speak any English Dear and, me um, Yeah, that was, that was an interesting experience Did I leave in the part where we went to the bathroom and peed in unison And then came back and talked about the fact that we peed in unison? Yes Great I did not translate that particular <laughs> section <laughs> we, we We already was- had many discussions about... <laughs> Things peeing and another business in our households already, yeah right? did not need to be emphasized uh, and uh yeah so so uh, and for for your i, I gave you uh, a d minus for that episode for that episode yep That's sure, that's fair enough, because you didn't let cody host <laughs> <laughs> points off points off there big boy, a grievous error um so for the next one mm-hmm uh meg mm-hmm, I gave meg. A B plus, B plus, that's good. Meg did. Uh, Meg actually did a stunning job. Mm. Uh, the only complaint I had about that was that I couldn't hear her very well through my headphones. And this was, I had my headphones all the way up, mm. and so I was like, I was really trying hard to, to listen mm. to what Meg was saying. And then you'd cut her off and go, Rar-ar-ar! it was like too loud in my headphones. I have oh talking. Yeah, but I have to rip off. No, I think Meg. I think Meg did a, a very good job for someone who does not. Um, you know, normally, no, uh, you know, talk in front of a microphone, which is actually a little bit harder than you might think it is. So I think she did a really good job. Yeah, I actually thought she was uh, and really good. For great. that one, I gave you an F <laughs> because basically, <laughs> Meg, Meg was the Meg held that whole podcast together by trying to talk about games, and you were trying to make it some kind of love in. Yeah. talking about you were flirting with her the whole time. Yeah. Not only that, but you were doing a bad job of flirting. <laughs> That's how I landed that fish. <laughs> Through bad flirting and persistence, <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, I think naturally the, the reality is that our relationship is such that if you get two of us in front of a microphone, you're going to hear some like lovey-dovey stuff because we are that couple that makes you want to vomit a little bit when you hear them talk because that's just how we are. Um, so, and yeah, I don't so, know. So no, I think I I actually did quite like. I think it was a, it was a good idea because there were there were some very different perspectives. Mm. I am very well aware of Rob. In um, in his coupley form, so mm. to speak, but a lot of listeners out there were probably not used to Rob being nice to someone. <laughs> I'm different with Meg. I'm different with her. Yeah, uh. and it's kind of funny because so I do uh, I do something for our YouTube channel called Super Retro Happy Time mm. with my wife. Yep, uh, and we are most certainly not lovey dovey. No. In front of the mic. But we are in real life. Yeah. Uh, yes. Quite nauseatingly so, according to many yeah, of my friends. Yeah, you're just friends. as bad as us, if not worse. Yeah, probably, yeah. probably worse. Yeah. But I think Maria has watched and listened to us so much, because she's usually our one person audience, mm. is that when we put the microphone in front of her, she knows exactly how to act. <laughs> <laughs> she's been listening. Yeah, she's kind of like, by through osmosis, kind of absorbed... Like, the, the AC and Rob dynamic. dynamic. Yeah. Yes. T- Jinx, by me a Coke. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, yes, she's, for better or worse, I think probably for worse, she she has an intimate understanding of how our brains work. Yeah, and because she she is always watching, she always watched us from our original video series, Bit Seizure. Mm-hmm. And the original one of this podcast, and now the, you know, the Australia version of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I think when I put the microphone in front of her to record some super retro happy time, she wasn't unpleasant to me like you are, (laughs) but she she certainly wasn't lovey dovey in any way. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's interesting because she learns so quickly. Yeah. Like she only needs to hear a phrase once and she's got it. So I think part of it was that also that Meg was quite nervous. So I was very much trying to sort of like, you know, be like not throw her in the deep end. You Mm. know what I mean? And, and just kind of. I don't know. Just take it easy on her a bit. Which I, I no, cert- no, no. I think yeah. As yeah. I said, Meg carried that podcast. Yeah. I certainly won't do that to you today. No, um, because even though you've been out of the podcasting game for around about six weeks now, because we recorded the last one. It's actually on two months early. Yeah, I yeah. Think I, it's actually two months because um, we recorded so damn early. Despite the fact that you're a little rusty, let's say, I'm going to actually be extra mean to you. <laughs> And treat you with even less respect than I normally do. <laughs> what? So... You treated me with zero respect before. I know, now it's, now it's in the negatives. Now, no, it's now the, you've got to go back in time and kill my grandfather or something. Cool, deal. Can I do it with a, with a saw? And by saw <laughs> I mean an actual saw. <laughs> I'll fire up the DeLorean. Like a rusty one that <laughs> hasn't cut down a tree for many, uh, many a generation. Well, yeah, uh, that's why I'm... You know, going to give my grandfather a tetanus shot first, but uh, sure. You know, I should I should mention I was I was going to introduce this to you to this podcast with some sort of insulting reference to the Dalai Lama. Yeah. But the last minute, I decided against insulting a very large religious group. Um. So I just want everyone out there to know I was gonna take a stab at the Buddhists. <laughs> I was gonna take them down a notch because I feel like they've had it coming for a while. But uh, well, what was that Christian boy? <laughs> Ixnay on the worst religion in the world, nay. <laughs> Um, well, wow. we were, we were actually, dear <laughs> listeners in your cars and at home yeah. and on the John, um, especially to you on the John, <laughs> you know, whether it be a toilet or someone called John, whatever floats <laughs> your boat. We were possibly a little nervous about going back into this because mm. it's a, it's a, it's a school night for Rob. Yes. Uh, I have taken a little bit of extra time off to spend with my new family. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Will we? But, uh... <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I'm going to at least ten seconds. In fact, I think I've already mentioned it. So that's pretty much it. Tick that box. Move on. Okay. I'll I'll see if I can uh, squeeze all of my baby talk into like ten seconds because I know you want it over and done quickly. So it'll be basically (gasps) baby's happy, typey, strawberry, okay, done. All right, there you go. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Now video games. Yeah. Okay. Uh Yeah, I interrupted you again. Do you have? Did you have a thought you wanted to finish, or have you forgotten it completely? No, no. I, th- I think I think my rating of you has yeah. uh, been successfully completed. I think I've taken you down a peg, <laughs> and I think I've ever elevated the other hosts up to uh, a new a new standard. Yes, they are. They are the um, the new uh, bar that has been set for the show. Did, and... I have a question. At any time, did were you kind of tempted to call Cody AC? Did it just kind of no? But at points, I will say that. He he filled the role of AC in in a way that was like like kind of scarily accurate. Like yeah, I gotta uh, say, I was a little freaked out about how AC esque he was. Well, he did the, did a great job of annoying me and. <laughs> And like answering questions, genuine questions that I asked in, in in like a irritatingly jokey way, and basically doing the kind of thing that you do. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so well, that's what I really liked about that. that like, mm. I think it's, it's obvious that he listens to us, <laughs> whereas Uncle Stavo, I am completely convinced, does not listen to us. I think he does. I think he occasionally. All. I think he had. I think he sort of you know pops in every now and then. And I, I think if I think if something happens, like we we know we're gonna have a, a, a cross a cross link with them or something like that. Yeah. Then he goes, oh, oh bugger this, i got to actually listen to these jokers. <laughs> like, your, your impression of him is like an old man. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I guess oh. I'll listen to the bloody Australians at all. <laughs> back in my day, Australia wasn't even a country. It was a British colony. The colony of New South buggery, we used to call it back then. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I, don't know. I, I can't brag. do it. I can't do an old man, American old man accent. I can't. I can't. Do well, it. that was a British old man accent. Um, yeah. Like, how would it even be? How would maybe. that even go? I don't know. I, I would just, just uh, I just impersonated Ronald Reagan. He was pretty old. I don't know what's going on in that Australia. <laughs> con sonnet and uh, <laughs> kick ten buckets of fish. I don't know. We have a featured game. We wait, wait, do we? Okay. Uh, yeah. By the way. <laughs> I'm going to take over hosting for a little second. <laughs> no, now. no. Give it, give it back. I'm not giving you back give it back now. Just, we're going to run a little long today because it's my first time back yeah. and it's a good excuse to run a little long. Mm-hmm. So we're going to run long. Okay. Hosting back to you now. Thank you. Uh, three, two, one. Hosting. Host, 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 host. Hosty host. No. Uh, we do have a featured game. We have been playing this game actually a lot recently. Which is weird, because I haven't actually had you over to my house. No. There's this great new thing out there mm. called the internet. Tell me about this internet. Well, it was created by Al Gore. Ah, that guy. I don't know, trust him. In 2051. And he went back in time. Right. And told his younger self. Actually, no, he just shot his younger self and took his place. Mm. Yeah. Alright, that makes perfect sense. Something about a man bear pig as well, or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did, is, is, can I ask? Yep. Is, is there naked ladies on this internet? That I can perhaps download For Sure, Flimshaw of course not. <laughs> Why, it's nothing but good wholesome forums where people discuss the It's g- one morality. big Bible studies group. Awesome, I'm down. Where everyone agrees on every point ever made ever. That's the way it should be. About Jeebus. Damn Jesus. Right. <laughs> and giant space ants. Jeebus and Jesus all in one place. This is that sounds like a great idea. Uh, I was about to I was about to construct those two people in a sentence with the word orgy. Uh, <laughs> And I decided against it at the last second. That's that's good because that's that's not quite the line for me. I think the line is for me is like a fair few meters ahead of that. But <laughs> you're getting within sight of the line with that <laughs> one, you know. Like getting- there was there was going to be a a, a large wooden plank involved oh. with a, kind of a cross sort of arrangement. Jazeez would be rolling in his grave if he was in it still, but he's not because he's reincarnated. Praise Jesus. <laughs> What do, you, what do you reckon he was reincarnated as? Uh, wait, did I say reincarnated? <laughs> wait. You, know, you know what the irony would be? If he was reincarnated as a tree, but like back in the past and they cut down the tree and he basically nailed to himself. That's that's getting even closer to the line now, I'm going to say. Oh, I love this podcast. It's the worst podcast. I love this podcast so much. Welcome back. <laughs> I just want it to be the most awful dirtbag uh, I mean you you were gonna like yeah. You were just gonna treat me like trash This, this entire is time and I've already turned the tables This is definitely the human trash special I'm gonna call it <laughs> okay, uh, and, and in honour of that fact Why don't we talk about a game That involves being a piece of human trash kind, Okay Kind of A bit That's a very yeah, That's a that's very long bow to draw But part. yeah <laughs> Not at all It's a game though that's true, that part at least is true. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, if I was scoring your sentences, <laughs> you would at least get half a point for Brilliant. clarity there. Yeah, that it is in fact a video game. It is a fact, and it's pretty modern, yeah. although it doesn't look particularly... It's it's a pixel art game. It is called... Broforce. Broforce. So tell me about Broforce. Is it one word? Is it two words? Is it hyphenated, or is it... In big capital letters It should With be. an eagle behind it It should be in capital letters Look The logo is in capital letters Yep But in all the material around the game It's just unfortunately Just a capital B uh, But one word Why, It is one word It really is one word okay. So that's pretty cool to, You know kids love words That are just one word mm-hmm. I think I think that's what the, the kids are into The millennials if you will are Aren't um, we millennials God, it it pains me to say that we are, but only just. Uh, Oh yes, I think we're cusp-millennials. Yeah. cusp millennials. That's not going to catch on, is it? Millennipusps. Millenipusps, that might catch on. Broforce was developed by (laughs) Free Lives. That's free space lives. And I think that's the only thing they've done as well. Like, I think they've done Broforce and the soundtrack to Broforce. They have done nothing else of merit. Their whole lives. Their whole free lives, huh? I really hope. (laughs) I really hope you get fired I really <laughs> hope that they do something else Because yeah. This game is awesome Yeah It came out last year I think last October Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Published by developer, uh, d- Sorry Published by Devolver Digital Mm-hmm um, They pu- do a lot of indie titles Don't they? They do a lot of stuff They they did uh, They developed Sorry I keep saying develop. They published um, uh, the Gungeon The Entering Of Oh yeah we've uh, that. they That's been a featured game published Miami Hotline. I'm kind of massacring all these names. I was, a, I was a, about to say Miami Vice. <laughs> because what? I keep I keep thinking that every time. <laughs> it would be a better game if it was just called... <laughs> if it was the same game, but then called Miami Vice, and they changed nothing about the game. Because <laughs> that would just be brilliant and confusing. And yeah, I would love that. Uh, anyway, we're not talking about that game. We're talking about BroFors. And And uh, yes, 2015 came out. And we've been playing a fair bit of it recently. So we thought it would be a good game to talk about well it's a good game for us to to talk about as our featured game mostly because um we didn't have time to actually play a game in each other's presence Mm. you know we were already we we were online this game uh, online. For <laughs> online can I I don't think I can verb that word in the way that I thought I we could playing the game online I was hoping I could slip that one by but it just <laughs> no. it didn't work I'm enough of a dick to just come out and be like nope, no no I'm we're, sorry. we're not online anything you bastard that's not a word I'm sorry <laughs> hey, <laughs> I was an English teacher I know a ging the good England <laughs> I there's well, a G on the end of knowing knowing that's how you say it yeah I didn't knowing that Damn kid. Of <laughs> God <laughs> Okay so Talk to me about Talk to me about Broforce Okay Broforce Is a uh, It's an action game It's a It's a pixel art game mm-hmm. Yes And it is uh, It's a Kind of a um, uh, uh, Action Platformer Shooter mm. I think I needed to get that In the right order Yes Now that's That sounds about right Yes action platformer Shooter, shooter. It's, it's definitely a shooter It's kind of like um, It's it's kind of got that, a little bit of a contra feel to yeah. it. But not as... N- so, you, know, you can get an overflow of enemies, but the characters are the most interesting part of this game mm. because they're all parodies yes. of um, of real 80s and 90s action heroes. Yeah. They're all from movies, right? Pretty so, much. Yeah, and they've all got bro in their name. Mm. So instead of Rambo, it's Ram-bro. And there's Ro-bro-cop. Yeah, and... Uh- Sigourney Weave Bro or something. Yeah. No, yeah. it's um it's um uh, Lieutenant Ripbro bro or Yeah ri yeah, Ripbro, I think it is. Something like and, that. And uh, with and there is um Brolander who's like Connor McLeod the Highlander. So you get the idea. Yeah, uh yeah. Timebro from Time the, the Yeah, there's a whole bunch of these and to varying degrees of pun success, I think it's fair to say. Yes. Some of them are a little bit of a stretch. Yes. I was I was waiting for that for that moment when you finally unlock a Broham Lincoln, but that never came up. Yeah. Well they really they really dropped the ball there, actually. Uh, uh Bros in Black or Men in Bros. Uh that character mm-hmm. uh basically Will Smith's character from Men in Black. Yeah. Uh, has a really interesting weapon. Now it's what what really sells these characters is their primary weapon and their secondary weapon. They all have different primary weapons mm. uh, to varying degrees of power. Yeah. Now some of them are melee. You know they'll have swords mm-hmm. uh, like the Bro eyed, which is uh, that one's really a stretch for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is <laughs> the bride from Kill Bill. Yeah. Uh, and bro-eyed <laughs> it, sounds like bro- the, it sounds like something. you like. You, you take when you're like you know you got hay fever or something. Like- I think that's what it is. I could have gotten that <laughs> name wrong, but that's how I remember it, and that's good enough. Damn it! <clears throat> so some of them will have swords. Some will have. Some of them will have grenades. Uh, some of them will be massively overpowered, yes. but maybe with a short range. Now, uh, bros in black or men in bros, whichever way around it is, uh, because it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, yeah. it doesn't really matter. You just, you get the, the bro puns. Mm. He has like the noisy cricket thing, which is like, this massively powerful gun mm. and the environments are destructible. That's a key part of this game is that it's a yep. platform where you can blow up the platforms essentially. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but the game kind of, it's kind of built to allow that. So. Yeah, yeah, like there's there's never a part that you can't get past Like you, you can't actually destroy the ladders So mm. uh, although you can, you know, explode yourself off the edge of the screen Or down the bottom of the screen where you die mm. uh, You know, there'll never be a part that if you destroy the top of an environment too much That you can't progress to the next bit unless you've really stuffed up mm. uh, And so the Bromando is also a really overpowered character Who just fires rocket launches that just explode half the landscape Mm-hmm uh so there's a really good mix of characters in there. Yeah. Uh Rambro just you know, just has a gun and he shoots. Yeah. Now the secondary weapons are also really interesting because for some of the overpowered chari- uh characters like uh Bro and Black I Minim mean, Bro damn it. I think it's Bro and Black. Yeah. That's a better name than it would Bro. be. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Uh like he just has the, the neuralizer so it stuns enemies. Mm. Uh so you can get past certain bits. Whereas uh like the Brolander if you cut off someone's head uh, You get a quickening mm. And then you, you know That will be your Your super uh, Your secondary power Which can once again Destroy half the landscape And all the enemies and stuff So mm. um, Predabro bro broderta the predator yeah i think bro, i don't know <laughs> yeah predator bro kind of sounds weird to me predator bro sounds like some kind of like crime you know? yeah it does arrested for being for predator or something i don't know it just sounds bad well, it just sounds Touching really up that predator real good yeah uh, so, so that could be taken out of context Oh, it good and i will do it <laughs> at the end of this podcast <laughs> Um. Anyway uh, moving on. He does this great thing When he dies Yeah uh, A little timer will go off And he'll explode once again About you know Half the landscapes mm. the mm. So there's all of these Like great little details To the characters Now you're just going All over the world And you're killing All the people in uh, Cambrodia And stuff like that You know some <laughs> Terrible terrible pun names Uh, And It's got this I'll just go through The basic Levels of the game, which is you know okay. you, you just kill insurgents mm-hmm. uh, and terrorists and stuff like that. Yeah, you know and, the, and the, you know there there are bosses, there are big choppers, there are uh, you know terrible names for some of the terrorists. There's like a lot of stuff. big tanks and stuff with like yeah. terrorists in them trying to kill you. Like that's a lot of the bosses that are just like. And at the end of every level, yeah. you have to kill Satan, who just kind of sits there, chuckles. He doesn't have any weapon. You just. Shoot him, yes. up the flag, you jump onto the helicopter and the entire level explodes. Yeah, you don't actually have to do anything like the the aim of the game is basically just kill Satan. Because if you do that, then it doesn't matter what else happens. No. As long as you kill Satan and then escape on the helicopter. Yeah, yeah, raise the flag, jump on the helicopter, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So I uh and then it, it moves on to an alien kind of parody. Like you got face huggers and you got aliens. Uh, very similar to the Xenomorphs, mm-hmm. and then uh, after you finally liberate, uh, kill everyone on <laughs> pretty pretty much every other continent, America mm-hmm. gets taken over by Hell, and then you do a whole bunch of Hell levels. Oh, okay. So it you know there there is like an A, B, and C to this game, although mm. they're not really related to each other in any particular no. way, shape, or form, <laughs> but. Uh, the the gameplay is what sells this game mm. um, The visuals are pixel art Which I like Not everyone does yeah. But uh, it's certainly good enough You certainly get the measure of the characters Every time you unlock a new character Like you get a, 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 a splash screen Of them looking really muscular and cool and Yeah, like, like a that. cool sort of like pixel art yeah. Like um, like full screen image of this character Like yeah, they, they quite And some of them are pretty funny Yeah, uh, yeah And uh, I just uh, What as I said, what sells it is the gameplay because it's mm. so smooth. Mm. The shooting smooth, the jumping is smooth. Yeah, the re- you know the rescuing the you know and you can kill every enemy if you're patient, but we're never patient because <laughs> it's so fun to run in, run and gun. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's a very interesting dichotomy, and it um, it does ramp up in difficulty, but it's not certainly not impossible. No. So what about you? What are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, look, I think you covered it off pretty well. I think. My feelings of this game were really interesting because they kind of changed over time. Like before I before I played it, I had this certain like I don't know what you call it, like a reluctance or kind of like a like I kind of prejudged the game based on its name because I've always felt that the word bro, whether used earnestly or ironically. Or, or ironically, hmm. is Either way, a terrible word to use and should never really be said by anyone ever. Yeah, I hear you, bro. Um, yeah. Is that, see <laughs> it? just, do you see what I mean? Rob and I have um, never called each other bro before. Yeah, I just find people use the word bro, even mm. in jest, to be like kind of awful people. Um, and I just don't like... So when I heard, oh, it's a game about Broforce, or every character is called bro. I was like, well, that isn't selling me. But when I actually played the game, it's really, really fun. And it's, it's, like Andrew said, it's... A really solid platformer shooter with good controls, um, destructible destructible terrain, which is really fun. Um, it's kind of like Worms in that regard. We keep t- Worms as kind of our touchstone in this podcast, but yeah, it, it is. It does have that element where you can you can if you can't kill a guy directly, you can just shoot the wall until you eventually get to him. You know, yeah, or you can throw grenades and blow up. And there just, are you know, levels. Where mm. it is actually, you know, like, you'll just keep trying and trying and trying and dying and dying and dying. So you just, like, shoot underneath them. Like, you just yeah. basically burrow your way behind <laughs> them, pop up and just go, surprise, suckers, and just mow them down. And, and the game does a lot of interesting things with the fact that terrain's destructible. Like, mm. it's not just a gimmick. They actually structure required, the levels in such a way yeah. That, that, yeah, it's required. And also, it can backfire on you. There's a lot of exploding barrels and exploding things placed around the levels that can cause chain reactions and they're set up very deliberately to cause a whole lot of chaos mm. and when that's happening the screen is sort of shaking and your controller is vibrating like absolutely play this game with a controller because
1: yeah. the vibrating function i'm not
0: even sure you can play with a keyboard yeah, i'm very surprised I... if you i'm sure you can but... but it's really not the way to play this game. no no um, at all so there's a there's a really visceral fun part of it but just watching everything blow up and When people die, blood flies everywhere, like pixelated blood just spurts all over the place. And that's funny. This does not Um, take itself seriously. No. Like, obviously, it's obviously a parody on all of those action movies, but they make Mm. it so fun. Like, it's such an accessible game. Like, anyone, so long as you're not, you know, particularly squeamish about uh, pixelated blood, Mm. can just go in and just have fun, you know? Yeah. it's, It's easy to pick up and play. It does have a fun little sort of satire on America in a way, and it's it's something that's been done to death by other things. But it's still well done. It's still got that gung ho. It's, it's kind of like salute team, the flag, kind Team of, America, yeah. World Police, except without the story. Yes, <laughs> and without the copious vomiting. Yeah, um, but it, it's it's got that kind of a vibe. So, and I, I like there's the stuff in the game that I thought was actually genuinely really funny. So, uh, the fact that it's got this whole. Bro thing going. Don't let that turn you off, because it certainly made me feel reluctant. But when I actually picked it up and played it, there's a lot this game does that is really cool and really fun. And it's not a it's not a it's not a think piece. This game is not a think piece. It no is, no no. I it mean it is a there, fun, done time, you know. A lot of parody elements yeah. there and there is a slight, ever so slight commentary on, you know, how America perceives itself, especially to the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, and you know America still hasn't Grasped that concept Of the rest of the world Quite just yet
1: <laughs> Apparently it's...
0: everywhere In the world Except America Is infested with terrorists And, and aliens Yeah Illegal aliens Yeah and That's the worst kind of alien Oh yes uh, So it's It, it is uh, If I'm gushing about this game It's because I had such a great time with it It's I think uh, you described it last time we were playing as a palette cleanser. Yes. If you've been playing a lot of strategy or like a particularly difficult game or you've just been weirded out recently or you're playing being, you know, alone in space playing No Man's Sky or you've been alone in space playing, I don't know, what's another space game? Alien Resurrection? Alien, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> no, Alien Resurrection, Alien-, I had a game. Alien... Isolation. Alien Isolation, yeah. God Almighty. You can just... Save me, Jesus. jesus <laughs> Couple of planks of wood and a nail. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. So it's it, it's just so fun just to mm. go in there and just play what you would call a video game. Mm. This game, if it came out in the eighties, would have been the most popular thing ever. Except nobody <laughs> in the eighties would have let let it come out because it would have been class- classified as too violent. Yeah, then, I think. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting dichotomy there, but I reckon. Mm. That if I had played this game last year and it wasn't out mm. at that particular time, it probably would have made my top ten. Wow, that's a glowing endorsement. Top five, maybe. Yeah, maybe top five. And th- this has been your go-to game while you've been um, on parental leave. Yeah, because it's a pick-up and play. Um, I'm, I'm I'm not going to say sit here and say oh uh, it's better than Doom because it's not. Mm. But it is certainly more accessible than Doom is in in the situation I was in because I was mm. pick up and play. And I... So this game is a bit weird because I 100%ed this game. Mm. Uh, although it said 96%. Mm. And I went, oh, how do I get the final 4%? And I, I did everything I needed to do and it still said 96 And I uh-huh. went, that's very odd. Yeah. Because I actually wanted to, you know, 100% it. And then there was an update, and then it said 100% complete, and I went, "Oh, good. I guess it was just a weird glitch." And then I went back in there, and it said 95% complete, and I just went, oh, <laughs> "Ah, whatever." I, I finished the game now. to completion. I did all the extra levels. There is a um, a level editor in there, like because it's all mm-hmm. pixel art, and you you can just kind of choose, you know, the theme, the background, the characters um the enemies the weapons the character you know the the people that you can rescue and and all that sort of thing okay. you can make your own levels and there are some really genuinely good levels that people have posted online there are some bad levels as well but it it gives that game kind of a, a an infinite replayability So long as there are people out there working on new levels and and new equipment and stuff like that. And I think that's fantastic because if there's any game that should have that replayability, it's this one, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the level editor is a cool thing. And when you do, when you play the game, you'll see how, how easy, well, not easy, but how the game is, is built in such a way that you could build levels for it. That would be fun. And, you know, setting up chain reactions with exploding barrels and things like that could, could. Potentially be be a lot of fun to to try out, you know. Mm. So that's a cool little feature that the game has. So it's that time. Oh, okay. Yep. Would you recommend this game? Yeah, I think I would. I think I think it's it's got a lot of broad appeal. I think it, most people who are into video games in general would enjoy this. Look, there's so many different kinds of gamers. But if you're the kind of person who's pretty eclectic and plays a lot of different genres and things like that, then yeah, it's this should be on your radar to check out because. It is just a good time in a way that games often aren't these days. They're, there's a lot of c- complexity and a lot of layers upon layers of systems and things built into most games these days. And, and Broforce, to its credit, kind of strips a lot of that out and just gets right to the heart of what uh, '80s and '90s video games, especially console games, are all about. It's, which is it just is like so video gamey, isn't yeah. it? It's such a video video game. It's very—it's a video game ass video game, <laughs> and and it it really is unashamedly all about just like dumb violence and watching people blow up and shooting guns and you know beating the bad guys and you know that there, there's something about it that speaks to me um, and it does remind me a lot of games from my childhood although. Again, they were never this violent or never this over the top. It's like it's like if someone went back to the '80s, combined a whole bunch of your favorite NES games, and then just turned the dial up to like eleven. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of what this game is. And and so, if you're into that kind of thing, then this is this should be something you should check out definitely. I think mm. uh, for me. Obviously, you know what I'm going to say, because yep. uh, I love this game. But this is interesting because uh, this game never even appeared on my radar, despite the fact that it would have ticked all the boxes. Uh, and basically, when I went to visit a uh, friend of the show, Andrew Lynch, or Elchan, as we call him, mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, he was actually the best man at my wedding and uh, best friend in Japan. He lives in Japan. I went over to Japan with him. Mm-hmm. He was visiting his parents... Uh, in Brisbane, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of close to his family because I'm like one of those people who attaches himself to other families. <laughs> I go, hey, I'm like the son that you always wanted but never had. Uh, Elchan doesn't count. <laughs> there's actually another there's another son, Cameron, as well. That's a mean thing to say. <laughs> but uh, I went up there to spend some time with, with Elchan and the rest of his family as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And before I left, he said, oh, bring a 360 controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a couple of those lying around, as as you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought one, and we played that game predominantly most of the time. We also played a bit of Worms as well. Worms mm-hmm. Getting, but this game I just kept coming back to. Mm. And after I went back home again, I th- and you know got my new gaming PC and you know put Steam on there. I thought, you know what, I just can't get that game out of my head. Mm. So I did most of the single player. I did it all single-player, basically. Mm. 100%ed that. I've seen the, the Jesus ending at the end. Oh, uh, Spoilers. It has to be done on hard mode, so yeah, spoilers. <laughs> um, but I won't tell you what it is or what happens or how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of different endings you can choose. And I just really love the accessibility. I love the gameplay. I love the fact that you can pick it up, put it down. My Steam says that I've played over 30 hours of it or That's something. That's a pretty decent investment for me yes um because when you have a newborn there's a lot to do but also sometimes not much to do Mm. interestingly enough it's it's a weird dichotomy yeah yeah. it is it is that is definitely what being a new parent is like Mm. it gets more busy later on but um yeah but i would certainly recommend this game to anyone and everyone the only thing that could possibly put you off is if you don't like um you know ultra violent gore sorts of things in a pixelated manner like i mean it's 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 all parody it doesn't look real mm. or anything like that. They're not realistic characters. But, you know, there might there might be some fuddy-duddies out there going, I don't like the fact that after you chop that guy's head off, blood went everywhere yeah. and his headless body started running around a bit. Come on, get with 2016, people. <laughs> it does kind of make light of the war on terror as well. So So perhaps if you're a veteran of Iraq or Afghanistan, you may find this game a little insulting, but... I don't think that's the point. I just worry that that yeah, may yeah. be what you get out <laughs> of it. You yeah. know? Like- so I would recommend this game to most people. Mm. And I certainly had a lot of fun. Cool. All right. Well, uh, yeah, check that one out. Why don't we move on to the much anticipated... Much anticipated. Game Life Balance segment. Game Life Balance segment. Australia. All right, so it's my, my first time back. On the program, mm-hmm. back on the show, yep. back on the horse, yep. so I'm sure people might, for once, for once, mm-hmm. actually be interested in what I have to say, because I've gone through a big life change, I've done all of this stuff, I've got all of this news to share with you all, so Rob, mm-hmm. what have you been up to? Well, I'm glad you asked, no. uh, I've been having an interesting couple of weeks, Ruby, my daughter, for those who are listening for the first time... Um, has been in childcare for a couple of weeks now. And Oh, my wife's- baby jail! Yeah, that's right. Yes, I like look. I like to call it. I like to call it sort of you know work release. Sort of you know. <laughs> she's she's under she's under a uh, you know the watchful eye of the authorities, but she is free to pursue her interests to a limited extent. But she's not allowed to steal cars anymore. Or, no, or, or break into bank vaults. No, no more car stealing for my ruby. She'd do it too. Yeah, you know, she's not a good driver. That's <laughs> that's the problem. She, she can get into the car all right. Yeah. She can start it. Yeah. But then from that point onwards, it's just downhill from there. Oh. And sometimes literally downhill from there. I mean, what are seven-month-old children up to these days? I mean, if they can't <laughs> drive, absolutely disgraceful. Today's <laughs> youth, put the, they need all... Seven month old children need a good dose of national service. They need to be shipped off to Vietnam which and, and just just go there and just experience the culture. Have some noodles or something have some uh, noodles or something yeah. yes well they're, 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 that basically is your your entire cultural knowledge yeah of, of, Vietnam. of the great country of Vietnam. yeah, I think I think they have noodles there. That's it. full stop. You know what I'm going to find out later they don't have noodles. Write in and tell me if Vietnamese people eat noodles That would be great I'd love to know, thanks Yes, just send that to Rob is an effin' idiot <laughs> Care of P.O. Box <laughs> Okay, no, no, no that, It right. seems they only eat mac and cheese Hmm, who knew? <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've been uh, Yeah, having this interesting dynamic in the house now Where my wife and I are both working And so our time with Ruby is kind of equal now Whereas before my wife... Definitely was the the key, the, sort of they like what I call the primary caregiver or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And and I was kind of like the the fill-in, you know, like when when she couldn't. You be were the there. second banana. It was kind of yeah, the second monkey. <laughs> I, I was very much the mon- monkey number two or whatever I said earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I would I would fill in for Meg when she had an off night, and Ruby would just look at me like, "Where's mum?" You know. But uh, yeah, it's interesting because now I think Meg kind of has more of an understanding of my perspective on parenthood now. Yeah. Sort of that in that sense of, like, you come home from work, you've got a couple of hours with her at best, and then it's time for bed, and, you know, you you don't see them often, and you really cherish the time that you have with them, you know, like the weekends and things like that. That becomes kind of what you live for. Um, so that's been been interesting. But i tell you what, apparently Ruby is really loving childcare, which is funny because my wife... um Told me that she wished that she actually didn't love it that much. When when Meg first dropped her off um, for her first full day in childcare, uh, I think part of I think part of Meg really wanted Ruby to like cry and you know not want to be left there and you know where's mum? No, no, I want mum. But in fact, she was just like quite happy. Sat down with the toys. <laughs> um, r- apparently, Meg had a lot of trouble even getting her attention to say goodbye. Kind of thing. Oh so, no! So this is this is what it's going to be like. That might know? be like the. Like it must get h- harder the older they are. Yes, that's that's what the carers at the childcare place says mm. that if you wait till they're like you know uh, eighteen months old kind of thing when you take them to childcare, they really don't want to be left there. They they're, they've become very attached to their mum at that point. Yeah, um, and or their father indeed, depending on who stays home. But uh, yeah, at about well, Ruby's like was eight months when we when we dropped we started taking her there. She's nine months now. Uh, she's not really at the point where she's, you know, glued to Megan's leg, you know, and she's always had a lot of people around since we, since she first came along, we were living with Meg's parents. Uh, if you recall, if those listeners of the show from, from the earlier run will remember this, uh, living with Meg's parents. So, so Ruby was cared for by around about five people for the first couple of months of her life. Um, so and they're, and they're quite formative Especially after like the first yeah. two months Like they're very kind of mm. She becomes environmentally Situationally aware Yeah So I think having different people Take care of her throughout the day Is not something that's unusual for her So she's coping with her really well actually So that's pretty cool um, And they all say she's really happy Which I love I love that like She is known as like the happy baby mm. At the childcare Which is great oh, so, We're going to have to do the same thing at one point I think Yeah, yeah. You, you've already got like a You've got like a what do you call it? You're on the waiting list for one of these places. Uh, uh, I don't think we are. Like they just said, "Oh, let us know if and when and all that kind of stuff." Okay, but we did check some of these places out. Yeah. Mm. By the way, Rob, I just can't stand it anymore. All right, understudy. <laughs> understudy is the is the word. Yes, that is the word. You know, sure it's not second monkey. It's not second monkey. It's not stand in. It's not banana banana monkey monkey. <laughs> It's, it's not, not whatever the hell I was saying. It is understudy. It's not the, the person who co-pilot in. orangutan. <laughs> Co-pi- well, you know what? That's all right. Yes, <laughs> if if you if you're an actor in in the theatre, <laughs> and and you happen to get sick, then your co-pilot orangutan, orangutan, u- orangutan, or orangutan. I think it's actually pronounced orangutan. Orangutan will stand in for you and throw his feces at you. <laughs> And I mean that's what happened when I saw cats. Yep. So you know I'm sure that's what was meant to happen. I'm sure that was in the story. It's all part of the show. Yep. I will run Andrew Lloyd Webber over with a train, and then I will pinch his wine collection because apparently he talked to his wine. Really? Yeah, true story. He talk. Wait. Does yeah. he think? Does he think that talking to his wine makes the wine better? Like, like, I, like if I you were... don't know what his logic there is, but this was a major news story from the '90s about Andrew Lloyd Webber talking to his wine collection. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Because I've yeah. heard of people talking to their flowers and plants and things to yeah. make them, you know, grow better and things like that. If, if if you're talking to your wine, it's probably a little too late. The grapes aren't going to grow any better, there, buddy boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's his only his only friends. So. There is your Andrew Lloyd Webber fact for this uh, for, for this it. podcast. We've yeah. had one every episode so far. Yeah, if you listen closely, they yeah. usually get cut out. Yeah, I, I, I've actually cut all of them out. <laughs> but if you no. listen closely, you can hear where we cut them out. <laughs> so a fun a fun a fun task you can have at home if you if you're keen is to go back and say thing where you think I cut out the Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> reference. <laughs> so go back, listen to all of our episodes all over again. Yes, religiously. And also um send us money, <laughs> yeah, that'll work, so you you can listen to something religiously, can you listen to something atheistly, atheistically <laughs> atheistically? yeah, atheistically, yeah like the word. yeah like I'm just being very cynical and just yeah. uh and you know, yeah, you could, you could sort adding of... the scientific method to everything you say. <laughs> just listen to something and then just in a really snooty voice just say something like I don't know if I really get this Andrew Lloyd Webber guy I don't-, I, gonna- I don't think he exists because I'm I've gonna- never seen him in the flesh I'm gonna poke some really obvious holes in this and like just 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 shoot some really easy shots at this guy you know like I, I okay so the dynamic here is not really much of a dynamic uh, because mm. Rob and I don't really seriously talk about religion <laughs> no and we can't talk about politics but Rob is actually a Christian. I actually am. I'm a very bad Christian. (laughs) But you try. Yeah. You give it the old understudy try. (laughs) The old monkey monkey try. (laughs) The the oldest, the old copal (laughs) and tango. And I am actually an atheist. Yeah. And, but we're, we're, we're not dickheads about it. Like I'm not a dickhead atheist. And, uh, you know, like I don't go on message forums and go, I can't believe you believe in the sky monkey man. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. And And Rob does not. In turn try and hoist his beliefs on anyone Similarly I don't Yeah I, I think it's always a warning sign where Because okay so for example You know how Twitter gives you like a very limited number of characters To write your bio If you spend those characters writing the words Atheist or Christian or anything else in that bio You're probably an annoying person <laughs> You know like Yeah yeah <laughs> like That's a fair cop Yeah, I'm not, I'm not on Twitter to talk religion I'm on, to- yeah. on Twitter to talk retro games and I'm on Twitter to talk about uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever followed my Twitter, it's this weird dichot- It's like this weird combination of retro games, yeah, of the television show Sliders, <laughs> and of this one anime character girl called Lum from the uh, early 80s anime, Udasei Yatsura. Mm and that's all I That's all I tweet yeah. about And yeah. it's a very weird combination of <laughs> <It's> those <laughs> things It's a weird... Like, uh, my Twitter is similarly odd Because it's, it sort of consists of a lot of gaming stuff With occasional retweets of a comic series about philosophy That literally no one in my feed will ever get No, no, I've been reading um, some of those They're, They are oddly disturbing Yeah, that guy's awesome Whoever writes those <laughs> is a genius But, um... Yeah, I love that account Yeah, because, I mean, we both have very eclectic interests So... The And the problem I have is that I, I project this image of being this, like, just hardcore gamer, but I have so much more going on in my mind that I just restrict from the public because I'm like, I just don't want you to get confused about who I am because if I project the, the truth of all the facets of my personality, it will literally seem like I'm schizophrenic. You will You will think... This guy is, like... Is this account run by, like, five different people? You know? Like, that all just log on different times and, <laughs> and tweet different things, you know? Because... So, I, I try and keep Twitter to gaming, you know? That's just because I just think it's easier for people to digest, um, you know? I give them a bland, sort of, you know, consistent yeah. meal, like a porridge, you know? <laughs> I, if there is porridge. one porridge. If there is one way to describe... Your Twitter account—it is porridge. Yeah, (laughs) a very (laughs) with no sugar. Not too hot. Not too cold. Just right. Just porridge. No. So who's been sleeping in my bed? (laughs) Me. That's me. (laughs) I've been sleeping there. God, with a gold with a Goldilocks wig on. (laughs) You. (laughs) Oh God. So, yeah, my, I I do, but I unashamedly just, like, mm. switch between my fandoms, so to speak. Yeah. I do post stuff about my life occasionally. I mm. just don't think that people are that interested in my yeah. everyday-to-day stuff, so I'll occasionally post something, but nothing big. If I think of something funny, I'll put it up there. But, uh, you know, if, come to my account if you want obscure early 80s anime <laughs> characters, uh, obscure mid-90s science fiction television shows, yeah. and obscure retro gaming. That's the thing is like I feel like if I wanted to I don't know like if I wanted to start tweeting about my other interests I'd probably create different accounts for them you know like I don't think people who like the people who follow me follow me because of the gaming stuff I talk about mm. and I don't think they're particularly interested in like my if I start tweeting about like ancient history or like my like mysticism or like my you know like the other things I'm interested in I don't think people would be like Oh cool He's tweeting about Like occult studies That's Yeah great Uh, Because What I really love is Mario (laughs) And 16th century occultism Like that's really what I'm into You know I think people are into Mario And the assassins A radical sect (laughs) in Islam Thanks for bringing it all back (laughs) I am holding the book right now Yeah Yeah I do, you know, the, the way you make it seem is that this room is literally filled with. It just, is! It's nothing, nothing but this book! I literally sit next to a bookshelf which has nothing but this book on it. It's just like Homer Simpson's closet, except instead of like white shirts and blue pants, it's just it's, it's just hundreds, hundreds of copies of The Assassins by Bernard Lewis. Um, oh, I love that book. Which is, by I the way. I read that book. I love that book. It's a good book, it's a great read. <laughs> Highly recommended Crack from, and read From Game Life Balance Australia literary, Literacy Club Yeah I think the Oprah book club Said that it was uh, Oprah-tastic <laughs> Oprah-tastic and you, and you get a book about assassins And you get a book about assassins Look <laughs> under your chair we've There's a knife for you to again. stab your <laughs> but Your <remember>, Sunni adversaries <laughs> with um, Anyway Do it Do it quietly <laughs> That's the Oprah challenge to you Dear listeners <laughs> Which is, You know, okay, here's a pitch for you. We changed the name of this podcast to the Oprah Book Club TM. <laughs> we are so... We are so sued. It's a f- and we are so dead. No, but it's a fun game where we played this game of how long will it take for us to get the podcast taken down and for, like, cease and desist letters to arrive. Okay, we should... I mean, we probably already have a... Like a... <laughs> Uh, a, a title for this episode But we probably should call The Oprah Book The Oprah Book Club, well, Oprah Book Club TM With are soap suit <laughs> And remember If you take us down You've got to take down Our compatriots Cody Goff And Uncle stavo <laughs> Martin In our US office as That's well That's right Who by the way they, They're in on this They were the masterminds Of this idea Yeah you should totally Sue them <laughs> Definitely Definitely sue them And in fact I think I think they should be Considered The ringleaders <laughs> Uncle Stabbo, he looks like he enjoys a good book He does Yeah, I think that's where you got to start your investigation He looks investigation. like one of them readerin types of people <laughs> Readerin, eh? Reader. He looks like he reads them biggie words <laughs> Biggie words <laughs> Wait, uh, we, There was a podcast here There was a podcast here somewhere It's gone <laughs> It's gone it What games so have I been playing? I hear what games have you been playing? <laughs> oh dear Robert <laughs> Well, well, I'm glad you asked I'm glad you asked (laughs) I'm not (laughs) I, so So yes. So Doom I I beat it I beat it it. I beat it to a pulp And then I drank Which is what you're meant to do To be fair Then I drank it Like a fine liqueur Uh, No, but I beat Doom um, About a week ago now Yeah And Hey, that game's alright That's my review Moving (laughs) on No, Um (laughs) Look, I have to say... To we, what... we Okay, but before you go any further, we should mm. say that we will actually do Doom as a featured game at yeah. one point. New it's... Doom. So I should reserve most of my, like, critique, if you will, mm. for later. Yeah, but because I... I mm. Yeah, I think... Uh, like, I have gotten a ways through that game, but not mm. all the way through yet. It's challenging. I will say that. I will say that it, it... It's one of the few first-person shooters that I've played for a long time that actually made me feel... Challenged that I, I had to, I had to really like FPS it up, you know. Like I, like because you don't play a whole lot of those, no. do you? And a lot of them are really forgiving. Like I played a lot of Far Cry Four recently, hmm. and that game is actually like a piece of cake compared to Doom. And it really made me think about how first-person shooters have changed since their inception, because the old first-person shooters, like you know Wolfenstein, Doom, etc., Quake, and so forth, they required you. To play the game well and to have a lot of uh, like like twitchy kind of instincts, like no no when to dodge, no when to shoot, changing up your guns, ammo management, those kinds of things, which you don't really see so much in 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 modern FPS games. And the fact that you have a health, like a, you know, an actual like health number that, that 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 you know sort of gets chipped away at when you get injured, that you have to top up with medi packs and things. Like that mechanic is kind of like a relic now. It's most first person shooters just have like a regenerating health
1: thing yeah. where hmm.
0: you get injured and then you just go and hide for a bit and then y- health yeah, comes you just back. naturally regenerate, yeah. So I think it's been a, it's it's been long enough now that I've forgotten what it was like to actually play a hard FPS. And I was playing it on on the standard difficulty, you know, just um hurt me plenty. And yeah, towards the end there, I found it quite challenging. Like, you know, to the point where I would die a couple of times before I got past certain sections. You know, like I, would, I would bash my head against the game a bit before getting through. Um, I don't know whether that means I'm bad at games or whether that's just the kind of experience that most people have had and the kind of experience that id wanted me to have. Uh, but, yeah, definitely not an easy game, but it rewards sort of you know, it rewards your, your skill and, and you do feel accomplished when you get past one of those like large, um, enemy clumps. Cause it sort of throws, it's a bit repetitive, but you, you, you discover after a while that what this game is really doing is, uh, large sections with not much happening, followed by areas that are kind of locked down where you can't leave like arenas essentially, mm. where they just spawn in a lot of demons for you to fight. And, and they just keep increasing the amount and and the and the sort of the toughness of the demons throughout the game. So by the end, you're fighting like multiple kind of boss level demons in each section, and there's just tons of like lower grade demons running around distracting you as well. And so you're constantly having to move. You can't really stay still. You have to be moving constantly, shooting constantly, changing guns to fit. The situation, like what's the right gun for this enemy and things like that. So you are thinking a lot while you're playing it. Which, which is good. <clears throat> I mean, it's thinking, it's not, st- mm. it's strategic, but not, not in like a, not in an overly no. intelligent way, but it, it's very much thinking on your feet. It's instinctive. It's kind of like a gut level thing, you know? Which uh, is good. Like, yeah. because I don't play a lot of modern FPSs, but sometimes it seems to be lacking in that sort of, uh, um, it's not a it's not a level of complexity, but it's certainly a no. level of instinct. Yeah, like Far Cry Four is really kind of just like a stealth game. You hide, you get a sniper rifle, you just blow people's heads off from a distance. They run around going, "Where's this guy shooting me from?" Mm. Oh, you, you know, you have a good laugh. They have a yeah. good laugh. Then you ride an elephant into their base and blow up stuff, and every, <laughs> you know, everyone has a good time. Yeah, um, but but especially in, the elephant. It's kind of you know, and and those kind of games are more like um they're, they're trading more in spectacle and in. The interactivity of like messing with the enemy AI mm-hmm. and anything else, whereas Doom really goes back to the roots of like these you are demons. T- they don't think intelligently. They want you dead. They know where you are at all times, mm-hmm. and they make a beeline towards you and try and kill you. So you have to be like doing a lot of running and jumping. You're constantly strafing. Um, it's a very it's a very different kind of FPS to what most people are used to. So yeah. my question to you yeah. Is that now that you've You've completed it Would you ever go back And, and replay it Or play certain sections yeah, of it You or? know I, I may go back and try and play it On Ultraviolence Yeah um, I don't think I'd ever play it On like the highest difficulty Like Nightmare or whatever it is Because I think it would Kind of be unplayable Yeah Potentially But but um, Yeah I'm tempted to go back Because some of the early levels Were kind of Like In retrospect Having beaten You know The, the last levels of the game Kind of a cakewalk So it'd be fun to go back and see what... Just how they ramp it up in the early stages. Uh, But I'm kind of good for now, you know? I'm kind of good. I kind of want to move on. So I've got a couple of other games that I'm really keen to play. So I want to fire up um, The Witcher 3, obviously. You keep saying that. Yeah, I'm going to do that really (laughs) soon. You keep saying... You've been saying that for three months. But the irony is that I'm actually... Mike I'm actually more excited about playing Stardew Valley, which I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm playing. i ethereal too. this time, guys. I'm yeah. so gonna play it. I will next. All right, I this is my solid gold lock. Promise to you guys. <laughs> next podcast, I will be able to talk to you about Witcher Three. Um, Rob will go. It was developed in 2015, <laughs> and there. Anyway, next subject. <laughs> CD Project Red developed. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll check that out because it, 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 it's been recommended to me as a game that will push my gaming PC and really show off what my graphics card is capable of, of doing. Right. Nice. So, I because I want to be impressed because I found the graphics in Doom were good, but they weren't, like, mind-blowingly good. Do you know what I mean? Like, no. Yeah, um, I, know, I know exactly what you mean. And I had the FPS counter they, they turned were- on and it was constantly maxed out. Like, mm. it, very rarely did I get frame drops, which means that my rig is, like, overpowered for Doom yeah. like Doom that not actually that demanding a game I don't think it needs to it does yeah. Doom does what, what exactly what it needed to do I know? think I was expecting cause Doom 3 for those who were around then PC <laughs> gaming wise Doom 3 was extremely demanding on PC hardware at the time which is funny because it was yeah. completely black like <laughs> it was a very dark game my anyway. god I played through that entire game it was oh, oh I had my monitor off I oh, okay. <laughs> couldn't tell the difference but uh, yeah, that game like was famous for making people feel like their gaming rigs were not um, good enough. Uh, so I expected Doom, the new Doom, to be similar. But in fact, it actually is pretty modest. Mm. So anyway, I've been doing that. Other than that, um, I've been playing Shelter. I played through Shelter with my wife. Shelter is um, a game about a badger and the badger's children. You're a badger. You're a female badger, and you have a bunch of badger babies. It was released in, like, 2013. It's an indie game. Oh, I haven't. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen reviews I've seen yeah. of this game. So, I played yeah, through yeah, this yeah, with Meg. Okay. Uh, we recorded it. Yeah. And so, we've done a Let's Play of that. Um, and, yeah, you can pro- by the time this goes out, the first episode of that will be up. So, if you want to know more about Shelter, go check out the Let's Play of, of that, which you can find on our YouTube channel, Game Life Balance Australia. Oh. So, yeah, that's a fun game. It's weird. It makes you feel really stressed. It does, to its credit, it does give you the, a certain, like, taste of the stress that a wild animal feels Mm. on a daily basis, which, what I discovered, was just constant abject terror. (laughs) Like, like, oh god, I have to keep these these babies alive, and they're really dumb, and everything wants to eat them, and they're constantly, like, starving, and, you know, yeah, it it was a very stressful experience playing that game, so... Oh, pretty. So look, look look out for that on our, yeah, on our website. So yeah, watch me and my wife yelling at each other and being really stressed trying to keep these cute little baby badges alive. Uh, that's so- what the YouTube community is demanding. It's actually really... I think it's a really funny video, so I think... That's this, good. I think it'll be entertaining, so check that out if you like. Uh, that's been me. So what about you, AC? What have you been up to? I expect nothing very <laughs> interesting. So I actually have notes. I don't usually take notes, but I have notes. Mm. All right. Well, you know, I'm expecting, you know, the same old, the same old from you. Yeah, so. well, I know what you're expecting from me, you bastard. Because I heard at the end of the last podcast, yes, I did actually listen to it, hey, I think Andrew's going to be a bit of a dick and no joke. Yeah, this is my impression of you, by the way. <laughs> a little bit, see, that's high-pitched. So I don't think he's going to be talking about uh, his baby. He's just going to talk about games because he's a dick. <laughs> Very accurate. Yeah. Remember that I really thought I was talking hearing myself talk. Was... Wow. That, that little giggle, high pitch giggle, yeah. was actually Rob. to was, be fair. I was I had a mouthful of brandy at the time. <laughs> yes, we drink brandy. We are that highfalutin. We're we're the fanciest of men. Fancy men. Yeah. So yes. Uh, my daughter was bought into the world. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm kicking I don't, and screaming, literally. Yes. Um uh, mm, no, she, she uh, alright I was. I was I was certainly <laughs> kicking and screaming, <laughs> so I go, oh God. It's I don't like wanna... that film Aliens, except that was slightly more palatable. I don't want to ask details about the actual birth, but how did well, that. Well, I've got a video. Now, was <laughs> oh, on YouTube right now. No. Oh, no, I'm just going to show you the horror. The horror. Oh, God. No, okay. So, first of all, extreme close up. <laughs> if, you, if, uh... if, you go, if you put it in reverse, you can see it go back and. You... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. A gross... You know, I thought I was being the gross one, but little did I know. Oh, I'm a, I'm a daddy now. But look, so like I want, so Wait, I'll, I'll go through my timeline. Okay, I'll okay. go through. I'll go. I'll go through. Mm-hmm. All right. So my wife on the 24th of June, mm-hmm. year of our Lord. Your Lord, <laughs> <laughs> not yours, mate. No, year of unless your you Lord. get on board the winning team. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a praise Jesus. Are you coming on to me? <laughs> you want me to? You want me to? You want me to join team? Uh, pencil-thin moustaches and cravats Is that what you're saying? If if by, like, wholesome Christian values, then yes I thought you were talking about Oscar Wilde Anyway he, he He's a stand-up guy Yeah, very much so Yeah. Um, so I've lost my train of thought <laughs> Oh yes, baby! I had a baby Well, I didn't have one I did try and, you know, run away with a couple out of the hospital Stopped pretty quickly <laughs> Turns out people are very overprotective about those things <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Yeah so no. So on the twenty fourth, or Friday uh, of June two thousand sixteen at five forty eight a.m. Well done. Mm. My daughter was born into the world, this very planet Earth, rather oh, than other planet Earth that tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate <laughs> a fake planet Earth. <laughs> Free T-shirt sign. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> little um. A little pinky in the brain reference there for you. <laughs> it was randomly popped into my brain. No, okay. So my daughter, and I don't think her name has actually been revealed fully on the show before. Okay, her name is May Alana Yoshimura. Oh, so May being spelt M E I, mm-hmm. which works in Japan, and it's meant to work in Australia, but. Um, yes, we've already had problems with that. Oh, dear. Yeah. People going, me-i? <laughs> they keep thinking it's me. Oh, God. Me? Oh. But they don't, they don't say me. They go, me? God damn. Ignorant bastards. Yes, yeah, so it's 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 phonetic, M-E-I. So, Mei. Um, of course, uh, the acronym of her name, Mei Alana Yoshimura, actually spells out M-A-Y. So, nice. that works two ways there, I suppose. mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um May was just a name that could bridge the gap uh because she's half Japanese. Mm-hmm. It's cool when you get a name that's like there's like a traditional name for yeah, both. Yeah. There China are cultures. a couple of I think it works in Chinese as well actually. Mm. It might be a name in Chinese. So she um and Yoshimura of course being Maria's family name and my family name now as well. Mm-hmm. Alana her middle name actually comes from uh a television program which I really like and did the officially sanctioned website for back in the 90s. Contacted Mm -hmm. the people who made it. I'm still friends with some of the people who made it, actually. Uh, Children's television program The Girl from Tomorrow, Mm. which uh, I think is on YouTube. Uh, It's an Australian... Children's television program that used CG very early on in the lifespan of CG, it's like a science fiction sort yeah. of drama show for, for kids. Basically. It is, but it, it's very watchable as an adult as well. Mm. I got to say, I might be a bit biased though. <laughs> but yes, the the main the girl from the year 3000's name was Alana. Mm-hmm. Um, so I managed to sneak that one in. Uh, if it was a boy. Uh, his name would have been Riku Emmett Yoshimura. And Emmett, of course, would have been from Dr. Emmett L. Brown from Back to the Future. <laughs> so there was going to be a time travel-esque name in there regardless, which I kind of like. I was, yeah. not, I was not allowed to be in charge of the first name, obviously. <laughs> a wise decision by O F. And if she say. goes to Japan, if she decides <laughs> to live there, she will not have a middle name because Japanese people do not have middle names. Interesting. Yeah. But she has one here. And she can choose. Like, if she... Doesn't like May because people keep mispronouncing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which she might get tick off. She can call herself a liner if she wants. I find that amazing. But I guess it's just... There's just a lot of people who are not very culturally aware. You know, who don't read a lot of transliterations of, of names and things like that. So, well, well, here's the funny thing. I think she's going to be okay as she's growing up. Because um, the generation ahead of us... Oh, pardon me. Won't. Bit of a burp there. I've been burping a lot, but I've been keeping it in. Yeah. Thank so you I was... Talking when I was burping. I can do two <laughs> things at once. There's proof. Oh, multitasking. Genius. Um, so yeah, when we went to the doctor, they 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 said, "Oh, uh, we're looking for me, Yoshimura." And we went, "Oh god, this is it. This, this is, is this is the start." Now. And they and when we got, I got the medical certificate, the care certificate for work for that day because she was getting. Uh, she needed to go in because she had like a bit of a skin problem and was, was very fussy and cryy and screamy and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. They spelled her name m a i on God. the on the medical certificate really? form so, oh God so they got it wrong on two fronts there, and nah. I thought that 's a sign of things to come but uh in the new computer game overwatch. Right There is a character The Ice Girl Okay Called May And it's spelt that way It or? is spelt that way I yeah. do believe yeah. yeah So you know At least gamers will get it right Yeah exactly And you know I think she'll come into Contact with a few gamers uh, During her lifetime Yes Hopefully not y- mm. yeah. I was going to go somewhere with that But yeah. <laughs> Let's just say Gamergate And then move on Yeah Um. Yes So her- <laughs> So that is her name Yep uh, My mother-in-law Teriko From Japan Yep yeah, she came out for a month, yeah. uh, four weeks, which was really good. I met her; she's lovely. She's a love. She does not speak a lick of English. No, <laughs> she's none just- whatsoever. Yeah, that's fine. I don't speak a lick of Japanese. I can't. Yeah, I can't no, judge her. Uh, no. So it's, it's um, it was really good to have her there. Mm. There was this period where we thought, oh, we might get sick of her, but she was so good the entire time. Mm. She respected what we wanted to do. She gave us advice when we asked. Uh, She interfered very little on how we would do things our way. Fantastic. Uh, And she was, it was such a shame to see her go because Mm. it was really good. I think there was a lot of sitting around and just nursing a new baby. Yeah. Which, I mean, she knew, but she didn't have anything to do while doing that. So there are a whole bunch of like really old, like 2000 era. Dramas and suspense dramas on YouTube So we just kept firing those up for her So she'd just sit there And it was good for Maria and I Because we were able to You know, have a bit of time to ourselves in that first month That's really valuable, you know And I think we were lucky as well In the sense that we had Meg's parents around To sort of take the load off And you know, do things like cook dinner for us And things like that It's just such a valuable thing to have So um, It it was really good Um, I had the first two weeks off and then I went back to work. Um, Is quite difficult going back to work, i got to say. Having a baby, like, it's all those stupid cliches. Like, mm. I don't want to talk too much. I, I'm happy to talk about the baby a bit. I don't want it to be the basis of this podcast. Like, I don't want to say, oh, the baby did this. The baby did that. The baby was so cute i'm happy to talk about that a bit in terms of life context but i don't think the punters out there really want to hear well it's not a parenting podcast is it, but no, it is about no no your life but it is life it yeah. is life so we'll talk about it you know but this is this is of course the first time so mm. um we had her vaccinated as well which was really good so yeah. I'm, I'm very pleased we've done that now That's cool. um when she was first born um people kept saying i you know we tweeted i didn't tweet out photos we're keeping her off social media that we can't control but on Facebook we put her on because my Facebook account is locked down yeah uh, due to some very unfortunate stalking incidents oh dear uh, a friend of mine was actually stalked through my account which Uh. is very disconcerting I gotta say wow yep Yep. Uh, and and I, I think I was actually stalked at one stage as well that wasn't me, by the way. Because I no, was asking. No, there was someone... I don't actually have a Facebook anymore. I... No, you did the smart thing, but I have so many international friends that this is like the way I mainly communicate with them. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, so uh, we we put her up and everyone was like saying, oh, she's so cute. She's adorable. She's like a little doll. And people saying, like, oh, she looks so much like Andrew. Oh, look, she looks like AC. And I came out and said... Effing no you morons She is literally two weeks old She looks like a potato <laughs> She is a potato Yeah She's you know She's look. she's kind of got that Off tan beige colour Roundness She doesn't look like anything yet She's a newborn <laughs> yeah. yeah It's very nice of people to say that one way or the other And now that she's uh, six or almost seven weeks old Seven weeks old tomorrow uh, From our perspective uh, mm. People are saying, oh, she's beginning to look like Maria. And I'm saying, well, that might be the case, but she still looks like a potato. <laughs> look, she will get more of her own individual features. But I think most babies, like when they're newborn, they just look like a newborn babies. They exactly. Don't, they don't have any distinguishing no, features. They all look kind of the same. Yeah. You know, interestingly enough, she does not look Asian Yet I'm sure she will at one point But mm. you know She's she's a, she's a good old round eyes At the moment Yeah She's just sort of like Indeterminate Yeah I think that's the, I think that's cool Like I You know I don't think we want to start like Like you know Breaking <laughs> Racially down Racially profiling Yeah exactly babies. You know like it's, It was just funny Because yeah. like Asian genes are usually Very dominant Yeah uh, And I'm sure that they Will become more dominant As she gets older But yeah. at the moment She just She doesn't You know Indistinguishable yeah, from uh, from Caucasian babies, which I just found interesting from a genetic standpoint. Mm. Uh, Teriko, uh, my mother-in-law had a good time. I showed her some of our old videos. Oh, you did? Did <laughs> Bit you? seizure? That's. I think that's a crime of some sort. <laughs> she she enjoyed it really. It, it was funny did because she had no idea what was going on though. Well, it, was but, Maria like interpreting for her? No, or? no, no. I was just showing her the skits that we did, like oh, all the yeah. physical violence and stuff we did at the beginning of our a lot of our videos. Mm. Uh when we were doing bit seizure and like she loved that. And then <laughs> and then you came around and mm. then she recognized you from those videos. Ah. So she was like, Oh, it's that guy from the from the thing I was watching. Oh, it's that celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no. And then she was, uh, of course, present when I was watching the two hour uh long feed you did with, with Cody. So Oh dear. I'm so and, I, I'm so sorry I should apologize. Robson, Robson. <laughs> she was <laughs> like, Well, yes, it's Rob. Yeah. He does that. Um, so it, it's great having a baby. It Mm. does change your life, but you're not a different person. If you were a dick before you had a baby, you're going to be a dick after you had a baby. In fact, it might make you worse. It might very well do that. Uh, it does keep you up and all that kind of stuff. Although I've been very lucky because I'm a very heavy sleeper. So when she cries, (laughs) I don't usually wake up. That's, you're a lucky man. Mm. But I, I, I do, you know, I, as soon as the baby is born. Like, mm. you change one nappy, or diaper for our American listeners, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like, you know, you kind of know what to do. Yeah. It's not as bad as you think it's going to be. And I have to get in there and be- do it. Yeah. And then you find that, like, you just don't care anymore. Like... You really don't. Yeah. And that was one of the things I was a little... Because I'm quite Victorian in my Victorian era. <laughs> Not like not the state because those guys suck. Yeah, those guys suck. <laughs> uh, but uh, the Canadian Victoria sucks as well. So I hear <laughs> the province. They oh, were alienating potential listeners. <laughs> oh, I state. love all the people that suck. Yeah, but, is that right? No, <laughs> no. Damn it. So <laughs> I really, uh, I I do enjoy having a baby. I love my daughter. Um, I only want one mm. baby, and yes. I believe me when i and people keep saying oh you might and i'm you might change your mind and stuff like that and i'm Mm. going effing no (laughs) like the amount of stuff that's happened before during the you know it wasn't an easy pregnancy Mm. birth wasn't particularly easy it hasn't been that easy afterwards Mm. having one of those things being like a toddler or terrible twos and then deciding to have another one. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. I think- like, some people try and get a different sex, you know? Oh, yeah. got a Got a boy, want a girl. Got yeah. a girl, maybe want a sister so they can be sisterly. No, you've, you know, Rob's got a baby, they can be friends. That's closely sisters enough. Mm. God damn it, I really do I should have my tubes tied actually just <laughs> just to hedge my bets but yeah. you know if, if something ever did happen to to, to um to May mm. you know you'd um you'd feel, be feeling pretty bad if you'd actually already had your tubes tied so well this is sort of the issue isn't it you know because I mm. feel very strongly about this as well and for us it's almost it's almost just an economic calculation like we have a small house we have we're not particularly well off like we're, we're okay you know hmm. for sort of like that like, lower, middle, lower, middle, middle, Upper, middle. lower, middle class. Yeah, like, we're just in... We're kind of, like, not at the high end of middle class. By any means. Mm. Um, But we do okay. But, you know, another kid would just really... It would basically throw all our plans into the fire. Yeah. And burn them. Yeah. And... And the thing is, like, you're... When you came... You were, like, our first guests to come over mm. and see the new baby. Mm. And... Just the look in Meg's eyes when mm-hmm. she saw how small and cute Mei was. Yeah. And because Mei is Japanese, I, I call her Mei-chan a lot. Yeah. I call her that all the time. So if I keep calling her Mei-chan, that's just what we call her. Mm-hmm. Japanese thing. So y- the look in your wife's <laughs> eyes when she saw Mei-chan and just went, yeah. oh, she's so cute and so small. Yeah. I just went, Rob, You're in trouble. Oh, you gotta watch that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> because you do not want another one. No, I really I'm I am quite it's, determined. The thing is that like both of us in a rational level really don't want another kid. But I know that there's part of mega brain that's just like hardwired to be like, oh my god, babies, you know? They're great, they're um, cute, but there's so much work and people forget mm. about how hard it is. What I what I don't want to end up like is these parents that I that I meet that literally have no life because everything they do is it's like, I get home from work and then I'm a dad and then I go to sleep and then I wake up and I'm a dad and then I go to work and then I come home and I'm a dad. And like, they have, they have literally nothing else. Like, I mean, I mean that, I mean that with not any disrespect or anything, but, but what I mean, I'm saying is that- I it's good to, to be that- dedicated to your children, but you need, yeah. you know, you need, you still need to be some sort of individual because mm. children grow up and leave home and you know, all that kind of stuff. And you know, there's, there's close, yeah. to be fair, close families- kind of freaked me the F out. <laughs> I gotta say, because my family is not and has never been particularly close. So mm. when like when you go like They're all... Oh, we need to go on a Sunday picnic every single Sunday. Mm. And we go to this place and, yeah. and it's all about being the father. It's all about the kids and it's all about... And it's like... Oh, just let them be individuals. Let them go out on their own. Let them, you know, yeah. skin their knees and play in mud. <laughs> See, I feel like, like... Not everyone is like this. But I... I know that I am the kind of person that I would wither and die inside if I didn't have my interests, you know? Mm. If I wasn't able to study Latin, work on my Hebrew, read all my different, like, philosophy and occult books and things like that, and, and it just indulge my interests, play video games, of course, these things matter to me on a level that's, like, unusual, you know? I, I don't think it's normal for people to be this invested in these pursuits. And like, it may sound really, really selfish and and sort of like self-centered, but I don't want to ever lose that. And I don't want to have to compromise any of that stuff. I have very strong personality traits and they are very much a key. Like I have backup personalities in Mm. case something happens to the personality in my brain. If I get hit on the head hard enough, my backup personality (laughs) is literally just another version of me. Yeah. It's backups all the way down. Yeah. You cannot get rid of my personality. And, Mm. uh, Because I have such a strong sense of self Mm. and my own identity, I think, like, just Mm. being a father and having nothing else in my life would just corrode me. Like, it's a nice... Like, in some ways, like, I will say to the parents out there that have multiple kids and and are doing it tough and are, like, investing everything they've got in their kids, that is a noble sacrifice to make. Yeah, I'm not going to make that sacrifice though. But I just don't want to do it. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? No, no. Like like this is we're going to we still do this podcast. We will continue doing this podcast yeah. because this is game life balance. And the thing is like the way that I maintain my 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 life balance. If I wanted to boil it down into a single sentence, it's that I don't get much sleep. <laughs> because I sacrifice my sleep to do other things, you know? And if I had another kid I would end up sleeping maybe 3 hours a night because I would not want to sacrifice the things I do and then eventually I would just die because yeah. I would get, I would be living on 3 hours sleep for a month and then the doctor would be like you're going to die if you keep this up and I would be <laughs> like well I guess I'm just going to embrace the sweet kiss of cold death you see that's the thing and yeah if I had more than one kid you know, that I mean like, you know th- this might all come back to haunt me these these words might Oh come absolutely come to haunt this me. is definitely going to haunt one of us <laughs> the question is who <laughs> Um, Rob, I want you to punch me really hard for nuts Right now <laughs> Look Because that's not gonna be me I'll tell you that much Because I think the reason that people This is getting really weirdly serious But I think the reason why people don't get the snip Is because they're like Well, what if something happens to my kid? And and at some point You have to just roll the dice, don't you? There's, that, there's an episode of The Simpsons, if you remember Where Maggie I, gets I, born And Homer's life is literally ruined Yeah and, like, that is kind of... Like, if you don't have kids, you don't know... That episode is much more impactful to me now as a parent. Where well, he gets the perfect job. He yeah. can sustain his family. He's like, like, if it, it all enjoys- work out now. Like, yeah. like, if we've done a budget, the budget is perfect. We can survive on, on the pay I get from the bowling alley. We, you don't need to go to work, Marge. This is perfect. You know, my life is excellent from now on. Another kid comes along ruin. Yeah. And he resents the kids so much, you know. <laughs> and like hates it. And like I don't want I don't want the first emotion I feel at the at the um revelation that a new life is entering the world to be negative. To be like, oh fuck. You know, like that's not that's not what I want. Write that down. Yeah, right. But that's not that's not what I want um my first feeling to be about about the baby. Um I think it's about forty six, fifteen or something. Um, yeah, so I, I, I really don't want that to be this child's like, you know, welcome into the world is to have a father just be like, Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, that's the um, thing. Like, I really don't want to, you know, and you mm. know, you're kind of putting the child at a bit of a disadvantage. Like we're the same way. We're, we're, we're you know, we're, we're not poorly off. Certainly. You know, we. We we all work hard and we we earn a living and we have a house and everything like that. But one more child would kill us. It would it would make it it would go we'd go from being like like okay mm. to being struggling. It and would, the, and you, you know, and especially in my situation, we need to travel back to Japan because these kids, uh, my daughter, has to make a decision by the time she's twenty two. I think it is or twenty whether she becomes a Japanese citizen or an Australian citizen Mm. because there's no dual citizenship. So that is a decision that she will have to make and I would like her to make an informed decision and I can't make that decision for her. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just briefly touch. Uh, yeah, we're running. We're running really long in this segment. Yeah, look, that's fine. Well, maybe we'll just skip the quiz this this time around and just. <laughs> it's know. almost as if something happened to your quiz, Rob. Let's something that happened to your quiz. Ex nay on the quiz stuck on my old phone that is no longer able to charge batteries. Nay, nay. nay. There you go. Can dig it That was a smooth, smooth, smooth sentence. Great. <laughs> this is someone who knows Latin as well, so. You know. <laughs> Very <laughs> it's, subtle Ixnay on the Been studying that Latin, Latin for five years nay. <laughs> Uh yeah, So yeah. the other thing I will say about my daughter Is she is Really cute She We get a lot of I, Like everyone says That babies are cute Apparently ours is Especially cute But I don't believe that I just think that She looks like a baby uh, Although <laughs> she's She is the apple Of her father's eye mm. I will say that uh, But one thing And she's only Seven weeks old mm. That's Becoming quite apparent, and I'm not boasting when I say this, is that that kid is so smart, but not in a good way. <laughs> you can't trick her, and it's really annoying. So, like, usually, you know, you if if you're, like, really desperate, you introduce the dummy. Yeah. You know, you put the dummy, you plug it in, she sucks quietly, happily, and goes, Oh, I like this level of comfort. Mm. of a fake nipple in my mouth. Mm. It doesn't work for her. Mm. Literally spit it in my face. Yeah. <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> okay. All right. We'll get another set of dummies. Maybe those weren't the right dummies. Got another set of dummies. <laughs> ah, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. So she, and she won't settle very well in her cots mm. uh, because she has enough situational awareness now that she'll open one eye and look around and say, wait a minute. I'm not being coddled to the, to, you know, to the life of luxury that I am afforded. Yeah. I'm going to cry until I get picked up. Yeah. So yeah. she does that. Uh, she also <laughs> will not drink, um, like, formula. Not that, you know, like, we, uh, we're breastfeeding. Mm. And, uh, you know, Maria will need to go out and do her own thing sometimes. Mm. So, you know, we, we do have formula as a backup. Hates it absolutely will not do it unless like she's really really that hungry and then she'll drink like half of what she normally would and then just start crying again so (laughs) it's unfortunate that she's got this kind of awareness of you know how to manipulate her parents already (laughs) but that's the way it goes in terms of games uh, I'll just go through this quickly I have been playing about a I've played through about a third of Doom Mm -hmm. Cool. Doom uh, great love it but I can't keep playing it at the moment because I like to immerse myself in that game yeah uh, and I can't keep pausing every time the baby cries so it'll have to wait until uh, May is just a little bit older mhm Bro mm-hmm. uh, Broforce 100% completed um I got Castlevania Symphony of the Night the American version ah oh, cool uh, I have no, no time to play it oh that's a <laughs> shame yeah but I really wanted to play that before I play any of the following Castlevania games yeah I uh, also ordered a Game Boy Advance SP-101. Mm. A 101, like, so you've got the normal flip Game Boy. Mm-hmm, hmm This Game Boy... Is the same except it has a better back backlight to right. the screen. Okay. It's much brighter. It's much better. Hmm. And I really uh, have been after one of those for a while. They didn't sell them very much in Australia. And they're quite expensive even from America. But I got that and a whole bunch of games. So Cool. Looking forward to playing that. Uh, and I think the only other thing I really need to mention is this terrible, terrible thing that happened to me. Is that... Uh, I have a RetroFreak, uh, which is like uh, a ROM dump machine that you can play via HDMI. So you plug in a cartridge, it dumps the ROM. Now, I thought between dumping the ROM and putting it on the SD card, there would be some sort of process which would, uh, you know, mix up the ROM or do something to it so you can only use the ROM on the RetroFreak. Mm. You know, be a p- specific type of ROM that would only work on RetroFreak. Mm. No. Mm. Uh, You can basically go on the internet and say Oh, there's that really rare game that I've heard so much about Click, drag onto the SD card Plug the SD card back into your Retro Freak And bam, you can play it on the Retro Freak That's kind of good, but also bad for piracy stuff Yes, Uh, I mean Emulation is very much a grey area for some things I will always go for the original cartridge if possible Mm -hmm. But if it's something like Mr. Gimmick which was only released in Japan and PAL regions and goes for hundreds and hundreds of dollars, which I'll never be able to get my hands on, like over $500. Wow. Uh, then I will try before I buy. <laughs> yep. I tried it yep. and couldn't even get past the first level because it's a Sunsoft game and really difficult. <laughs> okay. So I will not be buying that game, but I'm glad I played it. Okay, cool. And, geez, there's just so, many, so much stuff I want to play, but I've really been trying to not be a dirty dirt bag mm. rom i i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with that personally No, but i just i'd like to have the original game i think like from a preservation of these types of media perspective that i i don't have any problem with people creating roms and things like that because, you know, the physical media can only last so long. It's, yeah, I and think that's the good thing. It needs to be preserved. It's just that being a, an actual retro gamer and a mm, retro game collector, I yeah. will always prefer to have the physical media. Yeah, and I think, I think there's an argument there to be made, and I'm not going to weigh into this myself, but there is an argument that having the physical media means that you are more invested in some way than people who just download an emulator and download every SNES game ever made and yeah. just play them on their computer that there's because you're going to the lengths of getting the actual hardware and the actual cartridges and stuff that you are more invested and more in touch with the the games you know I think so yeah so and and it is a there is a physical aspect to it as well and I yeah. But there are exceptions that I will make, and really, really rare games that I would like to give give a bit of a go. I didn't really give Mister mm. Gimmick a full go. Mister Gimmick is actually a a really good game. Mm. It's just um, it was it it is quite difficult. Yeah, and I do want to give it more of a go. I just kind of played it for ten minutes and went. I can see why people love this game, but it is quite difficult. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So with that And since we do not have a quiz And we have run well over an hour and a half By now I think think we should probably Call this episode But uh, thank you for being with us for this long Certainly Uh, It was really good to be back on the podcast Um, We do have One listener Question from a uh, (laughs) C.O.D. I think that's his name (laughs) Yeah, I think I think that's right. Um, it's, it's someone from from America of all places, which is a country that I, I know very little about. Ah, uh, yes, it's ruled by King Trump. That's right, that's right. I think that's right. He certainly he certainly should be, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, I know that's who, C.O.D. will be voting for. I like his policies. All right, so so <laughs> anyway. what is C? CO- <laughs> oh, god. Um, what is it? What does this particular individual have to say for himself? Yeah. Okay. It's Cody. It's Cody Goff from our American office. Yeah. Okay. What's his question? He has, your subtle humour wasn't clear enough. Um, right. He has a question which is basically just... <laughs> it's basically just po- pasting a link to a news article uh, about um, the fact that um, scientists have, have had to... Shift the uh, geolocation of Australia 1.8 meters north uh, because of the, of the fact, you know, the the reality of continental drift and, and so forth. So the reality that 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 our, our our location on the map has changed ever so slightly. Yes, by 1.8 meters. So you know, for example, my chair, the, <laughs> like I, you know, a few months ago was 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 you know basically in the door. So basically, and now it's uh, over here. So basically, all of our uh, ne- Navy comms. Mm. Navi- our Car navigational devices Are out by 1.8 metres And they've had to compensate mm. For continental drifts Yeah And so he wants to know What we think about this I think he just wants to get Our Our Our, our unique take The Game Life Balance Australia Take on this Fascinating news story Our, our take Yeah yep. Okay Okay It's purposeful We're mm-hmm. doing We're doing it very deliberately It's a sneak attack On New Zealand <laughs> We're quietly sneaking up behind. <laughs> We're just quietly, then boom! We're gonna out- we got them. We're gonna outflank them. Basically. Oh, they think they—they they think they've only got one place to go now. That's Antarctica. <laughs> Nobody wants to go down there. You know, along with my well-published views on Western Australia, <laughs> you can also buy my book on Amazon.com right now if you like. Robert Bailey on. Why we ought to invade New Zealand and why haven't we bloody well done it sooner? The book. The book. Uh, I should I should mention, definitely not fiction. And uh, it's going to be Oprah's next book of the month, I That's do right. believe. On the Oprah book club, TM. <laughs> so I, you know, and as, as, Oprah's, so, as, as Oprah's official like, spokesperson, I give that book two thumbs up. I like to think that the continents are trying to outflank each other. It's like It's like a really long... <laughs> Really long game uh, of cat and mouse. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand is the mouse. We're coming for you, New Zealand. We're gonna t- capture Wellington and name it John Howardville. <laughs> oh god. Oh no! <laughs> Please don't do that. I think I just felt new z- sympathy for the New Zealanders <laughs> for the first time in my life. This what's this uh, weird feeling of empathy I have in my right. chest? We'll get all. We'll take all your progressive views and burn them in a big pile, and then like. All right, and then all the immigrants will not... All right, I better stop there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, <laughs> please, stop. Uh. Oh, yeah, so, so it, 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 it's interesting that Australia seems to be moving faster than other continents. Yep. I don't know why that is. Um, I am no geologist. It's almost like we're running away from something. Yeah. I just I just don't know which direction we're going in. <laughs> this this joke would be much more funny if we knew where we were which direction we were going. Yeah. But I like to think it, it is basically Apparently to sneak going, up on New Zealand. We're going north, so I'm gonna say we're like doing a flank attack. Oh, yeah. We we're, we're kind of arcing around and then we're gonna hit them from the rear. <laughs> well they're least expected. Oh, I wouldn't know about I don't know. I think New Zealand's like it in the rear. <laughs> And we'll with that <laughs> We hope you enjoyed listening to Game Life Balance Australia Read the copy, Rob The Australian edition of the Game Life Balance podcast Heavily affiliated by the ringleaders of Game Life Balance <laughs> Cody Goff and Jonathan <laughs> Who, by the way, wrote that joke oh, about they did! They're our writers So if you have any problem with anything we've said on today's show <laughs> Especially about nailing people to pieces of wood Please send your complaints to gamelifebalance.us <laughs> care of Uncle Stabo I mean it's right there in the name isn't it yeah really yeah uh, you can visit us on the web if you like at gamelifebalanceaustralia.com where you'll find links to our podcast feeds video content blog posts and links to our sister show slash ringleaders in the US <laughs> they're, they're gonna change their name after the episode you can follow us on twitter I'm at reboarded uh, AC over here is at tally? and our official twitter feed is at GLB australia. Now if you enjoy our show God help you if you do Um, I don't know I thought today's episode Was a tour de force (laughs) I thought that I think that every episode Should be like this There's a guy out there With like a swastika tattoo (laughs) Who's sitting like Like literally Like up to his waist In a toilet With his like With headphones in right now And he is loving this show He's, (gasps) He's just like This is the best And to that guy I say Please write us a review on iTunes and give us five stars nothing less than five stars I've increased it from four to five now I'm demanding (laughs) I'm demanding nothing less than a five star review that's probably good because someone did review us gave us a glowing review and it was four stars someone and you know people say don't look a gift horse in the mouth but I say to those people I give you a four-star review for your views, which are no, which are not good. Thank you, Ryan. We actually do really appreciate that. I do. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, so do do go ahead and give us a positive review, maybe, if you want, I guess. Um, and the best thing you can do for us, really, is to tell people that you listen to this tripe and that you actually like it, and then maybe they might like it too, because that's the way that podcasts get popular, apparently. Uh, we should yeah. actually do a whole episode on how to increase the popularity of game life balance. I think we should. I think probably talking less about religion and New Zealand. And, <laughs> these are all good ideas. Taking it from behind, yeah. Taking, okay, yeah. yeah, these are all these are all good ideas that we won't ever do because <laughs> we're terrible people and our podcast is a flaming pile of trash. <laughs> uh, but, and with that... And with that... And with that... We'll, we, uh, we are officially calling an end to... It's got to be over over an hour and a half now. Yeah, definitely. Is... Definitely. I Actually, I have a question for the dear listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm addressing the microphone directly. <laughs> um, and through it, through it, using it as a medium. Do you want us to go longer than what we try and stymie <laughs> ourselves to? Because we usually try and get it to... round about an hour. No, okay, that's a lie. Yeah. Okay, we try an hour. It usually ends up being an hour 15, sometimes an hour 20... Stream of nonsense usually goes for an hour and a half. We've mm. gone way over an hour and a half today. Do you want a longer podcast or a shorter podcast? Because I'd like to know. Yeah, I'd like to know too. So, if you have any views on that, because I'm happy to try and keep it under, you know, within acceptable means, mm. because this could really get out of hand if it. Yes. If if you say, "Oh no, we want it longer," yes, that mm. could really actually be a bad thing. That could backfire I- on you in a big way. <laughs> yes. We would just never go home or shut up. Mm-hmm. Well, just, just, just a little bit of interest there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, thank you very much for listening to Game Life Balance Australia, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. And not listen, see you. We'll be outside your home, whispering I... in your ear. <laughs> Gay Nazi porn. <laughs> <laughs>